Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good, <laughs> it's been a long thanks. week. <laughs> I've been fine. Um, it's Thursday, August 2nd. Mm-hmm. Happy August. This year went by like a blur. This year's not over. I know, but it's already three-fourths over. I know. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. You know what I was going to say. So, anyways. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, we haven't done one of these in a while. I feel like we should try to do it, like, once a week. <gasps> mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, we'll definitely try to keep it more regular. Um, snack. Shout out to Linda, my twin. I just wanted to give mm. her one. <laughs> Hi, Linda. Hi from us. Shout out we to... We miss you. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, I totally just interrupted my shout-out to okay, Linda. Okay, continue your shout-out to Linda. I'm sorry, no, Linda. No, I lost my... I know. Linda, you should be mad at Connie. Okay, I'm no, sorry. that's it. Continue. It's fine. Continue. No, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going to give a shout-out to? I'm sorry. Um, I feel bad now. Oh, shout-out to Jesse. My old college roommate for listening to our podcast. I feel like you already gave her a shout out a little while ago. Well, you know what? It's good to give multiple shout outs. Shout out to my sister who listens to this podcast. Shout out to you. Yes, you're cool. And you send <laughs> me food all the time. I'm eating your truffles as we speak. Oh yeah, thanks for that because I get to get some too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. It's just really hot. So Connie complained that when the fan is on, when we record these podcasts, you can hear it because it's just white noise in the background. And so and instead, we're sitting in this humid little living room of ours with no fan, no AC. You act like just we're not <laughs> about to shower right after this. I know, but it's just uncomfortable. It's we're voluntarily fine. uncomfortable. It's okay. I mean, it's not like the fan noise is super loud or anything, but it just bothered me when I listened to it. Mm-hmm. So anyways. That's what you're going to say, huh? No. I was going <laughs> to say, do you hear the sirens in the background? No. I feel like it probably, maybe it didn't catch it. Okay. Okay, Connie. Go ahead. Yeah. Connie picked this week's topic. Yeah, we're. I guess we're trying this thing where we're okay, alternating. Stop. You're like she's like picking at her toenail polish. Stop I'm not. It. I just wanted to look because it looks weird. Okay, Connie, okay, sorry. sorry. Yeah, so we're gonna try picking topics every other time. Because yeah. I think the intention of it was that we were just gonna magically have this topic. I know every <laughs> time to think about. And in the beginning, we did. Yeah, but it's been kind of hard because we want it to be organic. Right. And we want it to come from a really like genuine place but more and more we've been finding ourselves like asking each other so what should we talk about this time yeah, like, I don't know what do you want to talk about I don't know what inspired you this week I don't know it's just work and school <laughs> nothing too exciting or inspirational lives. <laughs> or it's like um have you talked to anybody about anything interesting and we're like no <laughs> Or I feel like some of our other episodes were vague. Mm-hmm. Like our whole like New York 
spontaneity, mm-hmm. taking risks. It covered like a lot of topics mm-hmm. that I feel like now it would just be overlapping those topics. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's okay. There's still a lot of stuff to touch on. Yeah, and we haven't talked about the topic that we're about to talk about in a while. Yeah. So. Yeah, we've been getting kind of deeper and deeper into our topics Have also. We? I mean, just the last one. Yeah, and I guess this one too. But not like a bad way. This one's just no. more like personal. Yeah. All right. All right. So, I guess this topic stemmed because Angela and I are going to go to the Hillsong conference tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, which I didn't even know Hillsong was having a conference. But I did. But you knew. Um, my roommate, Liz, and I went two years ago. 2016? Yeah. Because um, I think Hillsong... Well, it started in New York, and, right? I mean, no, it started in, like, Australia. Yeah. But New York was one of the first U.S. locations, Yeah, I yeah, I think it's only U.S., I mean, U.S., New York and L.A. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I don't know how long they've been established or anything, but they would have a conference. It's a three-day weekend um, where they have speakers and music, and it's just... I've never been to a religious conference before, but Liz and I, once we moved to New York for nursing school, we started going to Hillsong sporadically. She was better at going to church than me, um, but I would go when I could. Um, but she really wanted to go to a conference just to see how it was, and so we ended up just buying tickets for one night, and it was always the last night that we went. Or it was the last night that we went, sorry. And it was a really great experience. I had a really, really memorable experience just because the speakers were really relatable Mm -hmm. um and I could apply everything to what I was feeling right then and there it was right after I got my RN and I was Mm -hmm. going into grad school and it was just a time of confusion and I wasn't confident in myself and um the speakers I think they maybe they knew exactly what I needed to hear so I Remember, I still have it. I have this super long journal post, basically word for word, what the, what the speaker had <laughs> talked about. I, and, like, I had all these quotes and I had all of the verses that he um, discussed. And I, every now and then, actually, I still read my journal post because mm-hmm. I really love going back to see how I felt in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it, it, hit, it connected me so much that I felt so compelled to go back and journal about it. Yeah. And so... Um, I had a really positive experience with Hillsong Conference, and last year I ended up not going for whatever reason, uh-huh. you know, busy. But um, I didn't even know it was happening this week because I haven't been to church in a little while, <laughs> to uh-huh. be honest. Uh, but I saw on, like, a friend's Instagram story that it was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of this week. And so I checked, and they still had tickets. And I literally today, during my lunch break at work, I texted Connie and was like, hey, do you want to go? She was like, yeah. And so we're going tomorrow. <laughs> um, we might be in, like, the nosebleeds, but yeah. it shouldn't be. It's fine. Yeah. God is everywhere. It's fine. <laughs> He's omnipresent. So that's kind of what spurred this topic today, I guess. Yeah. But Connie and I have discussed religion in the past. Not mm-hmm. recently, but, like, back in college, we talked about it a little bit. Um, and I've always been really aware that it is a huge part of Connie's identity, mm-hmm. and it's 
a part of mine as well, but not nearly as, yeah, I don't know what the right word is, you know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so <laughs> I'm going to let her spearhead this and then I'm just going to go along and put in my two cents. Yeah. Well, I think it's just interesting. <laughs> well, I guess backstory, because I was like, as we were talking about this, I realized some people might not know what Hillsong mm-hmm. is. So mm. Hillsong is a church. It was originally founded and started in Australia. Mm-hmm. And then they became really big because um, the pastor became really well known. Mm-hmm. And then they started their own praise band called Hillsong United. Mm-hmm. And then they became really big. Mm-hmm. So they're they're really, I feel like, one of the first teams that made Christian music like more mainstream mm, yeah, 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 other than like Bethel Church and things like that and so they they're from California oh okay um but Hillsong yeah like Angela said Hillsong moved to the U.S. Mm-hmm. so they started a church plan in New York they just started one in LA like a couple years ago they've gone global yeah, they're in London they're, they're in, in London, Paris they're so all over that's how big they got yeah and it all falls under the same church that started in Sydney right um, and me and Connie have talked about this, but a lot of people don't like Hillsong because it is one of those mega churches with um, lights and smoke machines, and yeah. it's like a rock concert, which some people think takes away from the worship part of it, which I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just backstory as well that we'll go into, but I come from a Catholic background. Yeah. And if you've ever been to a Catholic <laughs> church, it is complete 180 from a Hillsong service and Uh so we can talk a little bit about how yeah we choose what services we go to right right right. because we've talked about how we've gotten here yeah yeah because Angela and I don't go to the same church no and I think it's it's I really enjoy how we can talk about religion so openly maybe it's just because we're good friends but because we come from such different backgrounds yeah um but ultimately it's the same you know, ah, <laughs> this God is the same. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what the do you mean? Styles <laughs> of worship or whatever. I, I think at the core, beliefs are the same. At the deep, deep core. Yeah. But like, anyways, we'll, yeah, get, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. get into it. Or at least I feel like with us, we share the same belief of who God is. Do we? But I'm saying like, know. or like the core of like who we think there is a God. Oh, ooh, whereas yeah. like other people, like Buddhists, will right. necessarily oh. believe in a god. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah, even though we come from quote unquote different backgrounds, we still are very centered in Christianity. Yes. Like, like we're in that branch. Of yeah, religion. exactly. <laughs> like I would have loved to have a friend who like is Buddhist come and talk. Cause shout out to Cynthia, cause I love her and she's she. I we know, have we really deep to. talks about religion because yeah. she has. She grew up with no concept of Jesus, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just that was her background. And, mm-hmm. um, so we've had a lot of deep talks about like being a good, like the, re- the main point of religion and like being a good person and how you choose to make your decisions and how you choose to live your life based on your faith. Right. And those beliefs. Right. Which may or may not be religious. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. But, or like someone who's Jewish, who... Is still a, a, Abrahamic religion like Abraham. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm doing hand motions. <laughs> I know that's why I'm just saying because uh-huh, I'm just looking at her. Because <laughs> it's like Abraham. Oh my gosh, Catholic school. Sorry, but like Abraham and like, um, Ishmael and uh-huh. Jacob uh-huh. and <laughs> who's the last one? 
Jeez, no. I have no idea what she's doing with her Never hands. Never mind. Old Testament. <laughs> Moving on. I mean, she's like drawing like triangles with her hands, oh and I'm trying to catch on to what you're saying, but I have I'm no idea what you're saying. I'm just having flashbacks of like of Catholic, Catholic school. high school where I had to learn these Bible stories. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. We're moving okay, on. Okay, okay. Moving on. Okay, Tati, go. Um, yeah. And I guess another before we really dive in. I guess I'll just preface it by saying, whoever listens, everyone's going to have a different Mm -hmm. opinion. Your own faith is your own. Exactly. And so I think whatever we share, this is our own personal journey with our faith and our religion. And it could be totally different than whoever's listening. Mm -hmm. And we might, if we say something that you don't technically believe in, don't take it in a wrong way. It's just... Be open. This whole episode has to come with the mi- mentality that you have to be open-minded. Right. And you have to be non-judgmental towards one another. And you just have mm-hmm. to be understanding of each other's thoughts and beliefs, too. Right. And that's the way, I think that's the way that we approach every episode. Yeah. It's a safe space. There's no judgment. I respect you as a person and I respect your beliefs and wherever mm-hmm. they come from. And I'm just sharing how I feel, what I feel, and why I feel it. Yeah. And it's, Exactly. That's just who we are, and that's how we came to be, so. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good disclaimer. Yeah. I just, I thought it was necessary, because I feel like it gets to be such a touchy subject. Right. You know what I mean? Especially in today's, like, controversial climate of everything. Not that our people who are going to listen are going to be controversial with no, us. No, but like, I was going <laughs> to say, we're asking our listeners to be open-minded. Right, and right. that right. we all come from, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah different backgrounds and so mm-hmm. there's a reason why we feel the way we do yeah um and it's not wrong from what other people feel uh, but it's just different yeah okay i mean i don't know i was like thinking about it i was like what do i start why don't you saying? just start from like like how growing up yeah okay you start um, and i'll start cool. i mean Okay, I'll start my own story. We're, okay, I hope you, if you've stuck with us this long, it's really just us talking about our lives, and I really appreciate that you stuck around to listen to it, because it's just like me and Connie being like, well, when I was a kid, this happened, and then I wanted to do this, and then I did this. As we like eat and drink different things and sweat in our living room. That's just, this, we're just painting the picture for you as we do this. Um, okay, but... So, <laughs> just embrace it. Um, so, I grew up in a Christian family. My dad and my mom were both really involved in church. And, yeah, I won't get into too much of the logistics because it just goes into the logistics of, like, churches and drama that can come with churches. But basically, I just always went to church. And for me, that was, like, my Sunday routine. Like, I knew that I just went to church. Growing up, all my childhood friends were from church. Mm-hmm. Can I pause you real quick? Uh-huh. So, like, Korean Christians are a thing. Korean right? Christians? Yeah. Yeah, Korean Christians. And so... Oh, I'm Korean. I'm, okay. <laughs> In case you didn't know, because you would know if you do, if you listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, so, I'm assuming your parents were also raised Christian. Mm-hmm. And their parents were also raised Christian. So, like... Does it trace back all the way? And, like, was every is I know because some Christians are more... I mean, sorry. Some Koreans are more devout Christian than others. Yes. And so... And Buddhism is actually a big thing in Korea, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
And so was it, is it, has it always just been being Christian for you and your parents and your grandparents, whatever, like your family all the way up? Has being Christian, like, as taken as naturally as being Korean, you know, like... Oh, I see what you Because you were born was into it. Just it. Part of a, are you saying, like, is it just naturally part of Korean culture? I mean, no, I'm not speaking... I'm not asking no, no, all, but you're saying, like, all in, Koreans. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just yeah. saying your personal family yeah. experience. Like, were... You obviously took up the Christianity uh-huh. because your parents raised you in it. And uh-huh. they took it up because their parents ra- were raised in it, right? And yeah. so was it just, like, a natural progression of everyone is raised in Christianity and that's just the norm and that's it. Like it was not to say it wasn't not to say that you're not choosing to be Christian. No, I know what you mean. Uh Uh-huh. It's, it was like the only choice, right? Yeah. So I'm trying to think back because in all on, I know my grandparents went to church, Mm -hmm. but then I don't know if their grandparents did. Okay. So I don't know how it happened for them. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Because it's such a like natural part of your identity. So is it like, being a Rue is being, like, I don't know. Yeah, or it's just Is that like, a weird question? No, because not, in my families, though, like, even my extended family, like, my uncles, my aunts, my family's the only one that goes to church. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so interesting. So, in, the, in a way, though, that. like, I know for sure, like, my mom talks about how her parents would, like, read the Bible and take them to church okay. and things like that, but I don't think my uncle and his family go to church. Okay, okay. And then, in the same way... My on my dad's side, I know they would go to church. Like I remember going to church with them when I was in Korea when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But then I know like my dad's older brother's family doesn't go to church. Like okay, okay. Um, I don't really know about my aunt's family, but yeah. So I think like out of all of our families, extended wise, yeah, our my direct okay. family of right. the four of us is yeah, like yeah, yeah, we yeah. go to church. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and so but I know what you mean. Like I think for my parents too, it probably sound from like their parents taking yeah. them to church mm-hmm. and like you know what even my parents met at church like someone from church set them up and uh, stuff so okay. i think for them to moving to miami because my parents yeah i think out of all of their siblings were the ones to immigrate to america okay and then i think my parents found their community in miami in churches uh-huh. too you know what i mean yeah, so yeah, i think yeah. it becomes yeah you're right it's like part of culture too yeah um because, like, they would go to, like, Korean churches even right. in America. So right, I think right. it is part of, like, a Korean culture thing, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Like, as of now, I think now that my fam- my extended family has, like, grown up and, like, the kids are older. Like, my cousins aren't, like, little anymore. Like, everyone can kind of choose what they want to believe in and what they don't. And I think right. now there's, like, a big... I mean, I can't really speak on it because I don't live in Korea. But I think... It's not as uh this younger generation, like the millennial generation mm-hmm. of like Korea, they're not as religious as really? like say my parents' generation would be. Yeah. I guess that could be applied to Americans in religion. Yeah. Well I don't know, that's a very blanket statement. I'm not sure. Well but. in America I guess it depends on like the lo- geographical location of America. True. You know what I mean? That's a good point. Um but yeah, that's like an over general yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, so my parents were just always involved in church, and then I just knew that it was, like, my Sunday thing. Mm-hmm. But I never, like, opposed it. I'm just never against it. But I guess, like, long story short, um, my parents moved churches when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. Like, I was going into 
seventh grade, eighth grade. Yeah. And then at that time I was like, I don't want to go to church because I don't know any of these people. Because mm-hmm. like for me, yeah, I believed in God, but church was also like my social life. Right. You know what I mean? And then at that point it was like, it's fine. I have my school friends. And then all my friends, because the neighborhood and like the suburb that we grew in was like, Caucasian Jewish people. Mm. So I went to so many bar mitzvahs, bought mitzvahs. Oh my god, yeah. I would go to like Friday breaking of the bread at friend's house and I learned like Shabbos? the song. <laughs> I would eat like lakas. Like, Are you serious? Yeah. But I mean I didn't believe in like right. Jewish religion. But it but, was their like culture. Yeah, well, and like, then all my friends death. were like Jewish. Wow. And I was like the only one that went to church. Wow. Um but then my mom, like, really pushed me. She's like, no, no, no. Like, you should just try. They have this thing called, like, a youth group. Because I didn't know what that was. Because youth group starts when you're in middle school. Oh, okay. But then for my whole life, I was just like, oh, I don't know. Like, you just go to Sunday school. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then I went. And I think through that, that's when it became more of, like, my own choice to be, be a Christian. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So through, youth like, group really... Yeah, through going and having a pastor who taught me a lot, through going to like retreats and going on mission trips, like having those experiences made me come to the conclusion that I really... I grew up knowing I believed in God, but this is... That time was like, oh, I believe in God. And I choose to be like a Christian. Okay. Despite the fact that my parents happened to also like right. be really involved in church and all these things. And so it's actually a really different experience. Like, my sister, she never had that. Like, all of her friends were her, mostly her school friends. She didn't have, like, right. that church community right, like I right. did I growing up, too. So it was so even within, like, my family, it's different for me and my sister. Right. I know she's going to listen to this, but... Yeah. <laughs> but, so, would you say that she's not as involved in, like, ministry life in... No, yeah, uh, a church like I think was like she, not. Is she in a church group or like? Yeah, so she small goes group to church. Because I know you do small group and Bible study. I don't know. What you yeah, do. <laughs> mysterious things. Yeah, just social. No, I mean I don't think she's in a small group, but she yeah. goes to church mm-hmm. and then she. Yeah, this is more about my sister's life, but okay. It's um, <laughs> no, yeah, she goes to church and then. I guess, like, a blanket statement is, like, her and George both want Henry to grow up. Henry's okay. my nephew. They want Henry to grow up because George is Catholic, and so right. oh, they want to okay. give him the freedom to choose right. what kind right. of religion he wants to go with because my sister's a Christian, but mm-hmm. he's a Catholic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So interesting. it's interesting how yeah, it comes full circle. Absolutely. But, yeah, definitely. It's, like... But I would say I'm more, since I was so immersed in church at a younger age, Mm -hmm. and then in high school, like, my whole friend group shifted to, like, my church friends, and, like, every Saturday and Sunday I was at church, and, like, because on Saturday it was youth group, Uh, and we would go to church, we would have events, and then I would just go early because I would be on, like, praise team, and then I'd want to, like, play with my friends, and it's, like, we just knew every Saturday we would just go the whole day and, like, hang out and, like, do church stuff and then have youth group and then probably, like, go eat something after. Like, you, your social life became church, Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And And you're excited to see your friends. Yeah. So it wasn't just church stuff. It wasn't just God. Yeah. It was, like, also friends and community. And, yeah, there's, like, a fine line because I think in Christianity it's so important to have community. Mm. And I think God makes that really clear in the Bible, too. But 
So that's why I think a lot of times with Christianity, we have things like small group. We have things like serving at church. We have like, because community and fellowship is such an important part of like building your relationship with God. Okay. And I think about it in that sense, it's like, like um, like if you have a relationship with someone, like this is such a cheesy way, but this is how I think about it a lot. And it relates for me is like, say like with Jumbo, I don't get to see him. Mm Mm-hmm. But I need times where we set aside dates, specific dates to like see each other in person and visit each other because that strengthens your relationship. Because even though you, like when you don't see them, it gets harder Mm -hmm. because you know they're there, Mm -hmm. but it's hard to have that connectivity with them. And I feel like in the same way, it's not like we tangibly see God. Mm -hmm. Like some people do if they have that gift and that's a whole other I realm remember, of religion oh my gosh i remember us having that conversation you know this is college, like a whole other like, like thing a Paul, i was just in shock yeah. i have no idea what you're talking about but yeah we'll um, revisit that later yeah. this is gonna be a long talking it is for episode. sure um but i think yeah. in that way when you're with other people and you talk and you share life and you do life that's almost the tangible way that you see god and if I talk with you and you tell me about the things that you're having a hard time with or the things that you're, like, celebrating and the blessings that God's given you, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my gosh. That's, like, such a tangible way of me seeing how God's moving in someone else's life and doing work in someone else's life. That's such an interesting way to look at it. I've never thought of it. In yeah. That, I mean, I didn't way. either. It was more like a recent understanding of, like, the importance of it. Oh. You know what I mean? How interesting. Yeah. I like that. I went on a tangent again. Okay. I'm going to go on a lot of tangents, I, I feel like. It's okay. Well, this is going to strap your seatbelt. Like, this is going to be wild. Just pause it. Go get a snack. Come back. Get a cup of tea. Um, I um, guess I'll... Oh, wait. Yeah. What do I, do? I no, would say, I guess I'll do my background. And then and then we'll revisit. Yeah. Because I was like, I think I'm done. <laughs> That's it. Or like sharing. Mine's not yeah. really exciting. Um, no, mine's yours is interesting. Mine's a little... It's. I don't know if it's interesting. It's just different. It's whatever. But so my mom is Catholic. My mom was raised Catholic in Hong Kong. She went to Catholic school, um, always believed in God. And my dad is not really religious. Um, he, my grandma, his mom practices Buddhism, but it's more of Chinese culture that she practices, not necessarily the religious part of it. Mm-hmm. And so my dad will, you know, like burn incense and leave out fruit for the gods or whatever. But he only does it, like I said, more from the cultural standpoint. He doesn't believe, like, that he's worshipping or praising, really. Um, but recently, because that now that our parents are getting older, I think my dad has become a little more introspective. But he says that he believe like seeing all the things in the world and him having lived so many years, whatever, for everything to happen, there must be a higher being. So my dad believes in a higher being, but he Mm -hmm. doesn't put a name on it. Mm -hmm. And so um, my mom, being the more religious out of my two parents, really wanted my brother and I to go to Catholic school Mm -hmm. and to be raised with the religion that she was familiar with. Um, And my dad didn't protest because, one, we would be getting a good education, and that's really his only priority. Like, he, because he doesn't really practice a religion, that aspect wasn't important to him. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, yeah, even my parent, my mom wanted to get married in a Catholic church. Yeah. Like, in a Catholic church, I don't think they received the sacrament because I don't think my dad would have, like, understood or really valued going through the counseling uh-huh. and everything. But they were married in a Catholic church. They were married at St. 
I don't remember. But <laughs> it's like a church with Saint. I don't remember. <laughs> with the Last Supper. Oh. Painting in the background. So all of their wedding pictures have the Last Supper in wow, the background. That is, um... My mom was like, I want it. St. Francis Cabrini, I remember. My mom was like, I want this picture or this portrait in the back of all my wedding pictures. <laughs> I was like, oh man, okay. <laughs> so um, I wasn't baptized until I was four. Why? I don't know. But I, ha- I remember getting baptized. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember the oils on my head. And so, uh, and then I went to Catholic school, kindergarten through 12th. 12th grade and kind of how you were raised in religion I was basically raised in Catholicism as well yeah simply because religion was always a subject at school mm-hmm. um we wouldn't go to mass every week to be honest but uh all of my friends were altar servers in middle school and they were like Angela you should be an altar server too we can like go hang out and so I was an altar server in middle school <laughs> And the only times we would go to church, me, my mom, and my brother, were the days where I had to sign up for altar <laughs> serving. And so, and even in high school, all of my friends were in peer ministry, mm-hmm. which is like the religious group on campus, right? And they play on the masses, they run retreats. And I didn't do it because I was like, I want to be closer to God. I did it because my friends were like, Angela, just do it. We can mm-hmm. hang out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I was in peer ministry in high school. Um, and in high school, we did a lot of retreats. We did sophomore retreat, junior retreat, and senior retreats. And most of the girls, I went to an all-girls high school, but most of the girls would just go on these retreats because they could skip school, right? Because uh, retreats uh-huh. were, some of them were overnight, some of them were just one day. But it was a whole day of school you could skip. Yeah. And so um, I remember really enjoying my junior retreat. And so, as a senior, I led junior retreat. Uh-huh. And, like, I did a talk on prayer and how I was a woman of prayer. Ooh. It was... <laughs> that's a different topic. That, that's a long I'm tangent. Like, what? I know. Yes. I know. Okay. But... Shock. I... We can go into this. I'll do it really quick. And so, ever since I was little, I remember... In Catholic school, we do the sign of the cross to start our prayer, right? Uh-huh. And when in like first grade, my first grade teacher was like, "You do the sign of the cross because it's almost like starting a conversation with God. Mm-hmm. You do the you do the sign of the cross, and then it's like, oh, God is listening. Yeah, which is like not really a great way to teach first graders how to pray, because like, because then they feel like prayer is only confined within the sign of the cross. You like you mean? have to do yeah, that to like, start praying. I have to do it. Yeah. yeah. And so um, I think around high school, I wanted to like I made it maybe my like Lenten promise or something mm-hmm. to pray every day and so I would always pray at night this is a secret I didn't tell anyone this mm-hmm. uh, I would just always I would do the sign of the cross in bed and then I would pray the Our Father the Hail Mary and the Glory Be it was mm-hmm. always those three and then and I had to do it with intention because you know we memorize the Our Father after you know we yeah. say it so many times and I remember during one religion class, I'm going off on weird tangents, sorry. During one religion class in sixth grade, someone was like, when you pray the Our Father, do you actually know what you're praying? Mm -hmm. And if you ask any Catholic school kid, they're going to say no. It's just like, we're just spewing out words that we've memorized. So I always make it a point to pray it with intention and know exactly what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So I said, say those three prayers. It's such a regimented, I'm, you like... Isn't it so me, though? Yeah. <laughs> like, I have to check off everything. Uh, I have to say the Our Father, the Hail Mary. Because I have to, like, <laughs> and the Glory Be. 
like almost oh, like sorry. a rosary. It's okay. And Wait, then can I pause you really fast? Yeah. Is our Father the Lord's Prayer? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, I just wanted to make sure because yeah. I was like, I don't know what she said. <laughs> well, I, guess well, I don't know the other two. The Hail Mary. Oh, that's well, a, yeah. That's I a feel very like that'd Catholic be a Catholic thing. thing. And then the Glory Be is. I think you just. I don't even. know. You say it during the rosary. Oh. Um, yeah, so. it's one of yeah. Okay, got exactly. it. Exactly. Just wanted. Okay, so that's continuing. Where, uh-huh. This is interesting though. The disconnect. I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that it's yeah. Our backgrounds are different, and then, and then I ask God to bless everyone, uh-huh. like all of my loved ones, and even people that I don't know that need God's blessing because that's everyone. Um, Oh, that's and so then, cute. You like how I'm going through. I have. I was like, oh my god, my heart melted when you said that. I can imagine little Angela just. I pray for all the people that don't know you. It's like just look over them all. I mean, I still, I still do this at night sometimes. You know, it's like look the whole o- thing. Yeah, it's fast, but it's like now, especially now. This is a whole other topic too. But I feel really guilty not being with my parents, right, uh-huh, on the other side uh-huh. of the country, and so. When I pray at night, I'm always just like, God, can you look over mom and dad? Um, because, like, no one's there to see them, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just, like, keep I them safe, too. stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know? I mean, very basic stuff. And then after I ask God for things, I feel guilty about asking God for things, so I have to thank God for things. <laughs> and so I always just thank him for... Wait, I have to say... <laughs> I have to think of it in my head. <laughs> Family, friends... Um... Oh my god, I don't remember. Hold on. All of everything that he's provided for me with and just like a place to call home, like Mm -hmm. a head or a a roof over our heads and like being able to have such a good education and like not having to worry about being fed. Like, you know, the Mm -hmm. basic necessities Mm -hmm. and also luxuries as well because we take so much for granted, you know? Like sometimes I think wow, I have an iPhone, like, people don't have those, and, like, mm-hmm. I get to travel all the time, people don't get that at all, like, traveling is such a luxury, yeah, of course, and, like, little things, like, getting a manicure, a manicure yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it's, yeah, like, yeah, when we yeah. literally, when we, quote-unquote, treat ourselves, that's such a luxury, yeah, and so I thank God for that, and stuff like that, and yeah, so yeah. that's what, and I've been doing this, I did it almost every night throughout high school, but then I realized at night, I would be stressed out if I didn't do it. And oh. so I realized it had become a burden and not, like, something that I truly mm-hmm. wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so now I... I mean, I feel a little guilty that I don't do it as often as I did before. But, yeah. But I do it when I feel the need to, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Whenever yeah. that happens. <sighs> Side note. Whoa. Okay. Anyways, that was the talk that I gave during junior <laughs> year. As you were Prayer. I'm a woman of prayer. <laughs> I'm holding my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and so, okay, so that was high school uh-huh. in college. And so, okay, so college was the first time I wasn't in Catholic school. Mm-hmm. And that's really when, as a young adult, you can choose yeah. whether or not you want religion to be a part of your life. Freshman year, I went to Mass one time on Ash Wednesday. Oh, twice. Ash Wednesday and Easter. Mm-hmm. The and big then, ones. Sophomore year, probably the same. Yeah. And then for whatever reason, junior year, I found Hillsong. Uh-huh. And I really loved their music, and I really loved the message they had. And it was so different from what Catholic Church was. Yeah. Um, but 
even because it was junior year already, I wasn't going to join groups or anything. So I went to the mm-hmm. UCC at UCLA, the University Catholic Center, and I would go to mass almost every, almost every Sunday. And I would go with my friends who were Catholic as well. So yeah. it wasn't just me. Um, so I kind of like almost rediscovered my Catholic roots, which mm-hmm. I was happy about. Senior year, I went to uh, like the UCC retreat, and I had forgotten how much I loved retreats. Because it's always out. It was by Lake Arrowhead in L.A. And mm-hmm. it was just... Oh, that's nice. It was, so, it was really cold that weekend. Cold for L.A., I guess. Yeah. But it was really foggy. But that... I love nature. I think nature, for me, is one of the things that connect me to God. Yeah. And so I... That's why I love retreats. Because they always... Almost always bring you out of the city. Just uh-huh. somewhere far removed. And so it was foggy that day. Or that weekend. And I just had a really good time too uh-huh. like retreats I've always had good times so um where was I going with this you were in college so you oh went to mass. I went to mass yeah so like religion has always been kind of just like a baseline mm-hmm. part of my life but I've never really it I don't it's not a huge part of my life yeah right it's just always been there I've always believed in God because I was taught to. Yeah. And I never questioned it like you. Uh-huh. Um, and I think I had to actively choose to, I mean, as we all do. Yeah. Um, to be involved in it. But I feel like compared to what it was like my first two years of college where I didn't go to church at all and I didn't really think about God or actively, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, at least now, moving to New York, like I said, Liz and I started going to Hillsong, um, which, which I also mentioned, 180 from what a Catholic Mass right. is like. Uh-huh. But I, because I've been going to Hillsong for almost three years, like uh-huh. on and off, when I go back to a Catholic Mass, I almost can't connect to it as well as I did before because the thing with Hillsong is that their sermons are so vague but so relatable. I think yeah. they cater their sermons towards young people like me. And so I can apply it to every parts of my life, you mm-hmm. know, like my professional life, my personal life, like my spiritual life. Mm-hmm. While I go back to, when I go back to Catholic masses, they just pick a random verse in the um, Bible and then they, the priest just preaches on it yeah. for like half an hour during the homily. And I remember listening really intently and thinking, I have nothing to relate this to. Yeah. And so it's really difficult. And so, so even though I still identify as being Catholic, I don't know if almost all the traditions I don't really keep up with. Yeah. Which I don't. So I don't know if that does make me Catholic or not, but we'll see. Yeah. I'll keep you updated in the next five to ten years. <laughs> so I think that's what's interesting because it's you were born and raised Catholic, mm-hmm. but now you go to church, like a Christian church, mm-hmm. and you're. But my core beliefs are still Catholic. Yeah, like I still pray. I remember. I still remember this conversation from college. Do you, uh-huh. Connie? We were try. sitting. We were drinking coffee, of course, at like Kirkhoff Coffee House. Okay. And Connie goes, "Why do you guys pray to saints?" And I, do you remember? Oh, I feel like I do. Yeah, we were on the patio. And I remember being taken aback because all of my school friends are from Catholic school. Oh I've never God. been asked that question. <laughs> and I remember thinking like, oh, 
do I know the answer to this question? Uh-huh. But I remember my answer to you was like, we saints are saints because they dedicated their lives to God. Uh-huh. And we, pr- no, we don't, we don't really worship them. I guess we do pray to them, but we aspire to be like them. Uh-huh. Um, in the sense that we should also dedicate our lives to God. Uh-huh. And my favorite, I remember I used this example as well back then, is my, one of my favorite saints is Mary, uh-huh. like the mother of God, our mother of Jesus. Uh-huh. And um, my mom also really loves Mary. I think that's why I love her too. But Mary was, what, 14? When yeah. the, when Angel Gabriel came to her and was like, oh, you, you're pregnant with the Son of God. Uh-huh. And she didn't doubt it. She didn't question it. She just dropped everything and said, okay, I'll yeah, do it. Yeah. You know, like, whatever he wants, I'll do. I mean, along those lines, yeah. right? And so... <laughs> Direct Bible verse. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> just to Quote it, Mary. And so... So she dedicated her life to God at the tender age of 14. Tender so, age. So we prayed to her for guidance because yeah. she is she was born without sin. Mm-hmm. And she loved God so much that she would do anything for him. Mm-hmm. Even like birth his son and raise him. And, um, and I think I can't really relate to this because I'm not a mother yet. But my mom really connects with her because of that unconditional love of a mother. Yeah. And so we prayed, I prayed to Mary, like my, my Hail Mary in my, uh-huh. in my nightly oh, prayer. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, I prayed to Mary for like her guidance and to, to just ask her to help me be more like her. Yeah. So that's probably not the correct description and explanation of why Catholics pray to saints. But that's the I way, mean, I wouldn't know. That's so. the way I see it, is that, like, they did so much to do God's work. Mm-hmm. Um, they cared for the people who no one wanted to care for. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think we really respect and... Yeah. I don't know what the right word is. No, okay, but then I guess... Honor? Honor? Seems yeah. Something like that. That makes sense. I forgot that saints were only a Catholic thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's also just... Okay, so then when you pray to saints versus when you pray to God, is it a different thing? And I guess extended question from that, mm-hmm. do you ever pray to Jesus? Um, and we've talked about it. We have. We've talked about Jesus a Isn't lot. Isn't this such an interesting... <laughs> I think it's a really interesting topic, though. So all those Christians and Catholics, talk to your Christian and Catholic <laughs> friends. Um... This is why I like talking to you about it, because we have... I forget that there are certain things that you believe in that I don't, um, and vice versa. Uh But I... God is God. Right. At the very... You know. Mm -hmm. um, What were you saying? Oh, do I pray to saints the way I pray to God? No. Or, like, is is there... I guess in my mind, I'm trying to picture, like, is there a time where you would, like, specifically go pray to a saint versus, like, praying to God? Have you heard of, like, St. Anthony is the patron saint of lost things? No. Well, St. Anthony is the patron saint of lost things. It's either St. Anthony or St. Michael. I don't remember. 
<laughs> she's staring into the distance. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a terrible Catholic. And so some people will be like, if, if they lose a pet or something, mm-hmm. God forbid, sorry. Um, no, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> they will pray to St. Anthony, who's a... Oh. Because he's the patron saint of lost things. So okay. it's like, St. Anthony, please help me find Toto or I'm whatever. I could say Michael. <laughs> I really hope it's not. Um, yeah, or or Saint Jude is the patron saint of lost causes. So if there's a specific yeah topic that's relatable to a saint, you take you you pray to that saint. I don't want it. I don't want this published because I don't know (laughs) if this is correct. Direct quote. Yeah, (laughs) don't quote me. Um. That's my general understanding. I, to be honest, I don't really pray to saints that much besides Mary because I love yeah. Mary. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's cool. Okay. No, I mean, I'm just curious. I don't. Yeah. I'm not expecting a right or wrong answer. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And it that. could just be for you. Like this is your view of I your religion. Really, I don't you really. I don't pray mean? to saints that much. Yeah. Okay. If you're asking me that, I don't. Okay. Um, and then, do I ever pray to Jesus? We've had this conversation. <laughs> After going to Hillsong for, like, a year or two, I remember going to Connie and being like, Christians are obsessed with Jesus. Which, they are. It makes sense. Which is like, yeah, that's, like, the core (laughs) of what we believe in. (laughs) But I just, I I was telling her that um, after after a message or whatever at Hillsong that really resonates with me, I journal about Uh it. But every time they say like, oh, your, your journey with Jesus, your path to Jesus, how is Jesus in your life? I almost always replace Jesus with God because that's just what I'm more comfortable with. And that's yeah. what connects better with me. Yeah. And so because I know that this isn't the correct way to think of it um, in all my Catholic schooling because I imagine God as like, the overarching being right right. and then jesus is his son who came down to earth Uh and so whenever you say jesus i because jesus was a person too whether or not you believe in um religion Uh like jesus was a historical figure like he was a real living breathing person yeah whether or not you believe that he is whether you not believe his purpose yeah yeah because he was a person yeah (laughs) um but so when you say Jesus, I imagine the person. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you say God, I imagine, like, the Holy Spirit. Like, right. I'll see. I'll see. That's the right word. But he's just everywhere. Yeah. That's <laughs> who That's who I think God is. Um, so that's why when, ev- when people are saying, oh, what is your journey with Jesus? Like, where is Jesus in your life? Uh-huh. I have to replace it with God because otherwise I'm thinking like Jesus is standing next to me holding my hand. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I know that's a very like elementary understanding of Jesus. Uh-huh. But I still see the little like first grade Catholic school kid being like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Jesus in the clouds. Like, <laughs> so. Jesus is the savior and that there's going to be the second coming where Jesus comes okay I'm not going to lie to you I don't know scripture well enough to know what 
the Bible says about okay. That. Because I, I know that know. there will be a second coming. Yeah. Okay. What do you mean by like Jesus died for our sins and he came to save like that? Yeah. So. Okay, and this is like, I don't even want to say it because I think I'm totally wrong, but this is my general understanding of like the biggest difference between like Judaism and Christianity too is that okay. Jewish people don't believe that Jesus is the savior. Right. They just think he was like a prophet. Right, exactly. And they're That's waiting for the next, they're waiting, they're still waiting for the savior to come. The one who's supposed to come and die for all of our sins. Like the reincarnation of God? I mean, oh! No, they're waiting for... They just don't think they're Jesus is that Jesus person. Jesus never came. Oh, no one ever came. I don't... See, that's where I don't know. Like, I don't know if they mm. believe that Jesus came and he just wasn't the person. Or I don't know if they... No, they believe that... I think it was what you said the first time. That he was a prophet, but he wasn't God. Yeah. And they're waiting for that son of God to, like, okay. come. Okay. You could be right. I have no idea. I don't know. I'm so sorry. But okay. I, I should do my research. Wait, so what's your Noted. question? Do my research. Okay. But then, so like Christians, we believe that Jesus is the Savior. Yeah. God specifically sent him uh-huh. in man form to uh-huh. do ministry. Right. And that he ultimately died to cover all of our sins. Because uh-huh. in the Old Testament, uh-huh. priests would have to give up like animal blood and like, oh yeah, for sanctification of our sins, right? Uh-huh. But then... God sent Jesus as a once and for all. Uh-huh. This is your sac. This is Jesus is your sacrifice, so you never have to do this again. You just have to like repent of your sins. So you're asking me if I believe that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Catholics believe that. Yes. Okay. I hope. <laughs> I mean, God, you're lucky. You guys I'm like, wow. We oh should have done man. Our research. Someone's gonna. Well, no, because this is coming from a real place. Yeah, okay, this and is just genuine. This is this shows how much I studied religion yeah. in Catholic school. I'm so sorry for any um, Jewish listeners out there oh, that I totally got it wrong. No, but then that's why... I think that's a basic... Yeah, because I would see branches of it like Jews for Jesus, and I was like, okay, then they believe that... Okay, Jews Jesus for Jesus, I don't think it's a thing. It is. I know, in Westwood, yeah. No, I think it is. I've heard it outside of LA. I don't understand, LA. then what do they believe... I mean, I don't know. I don't you know, want to talk I don't, about it because I feel talk, like I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, but I think that's like the very, very basic level, elementary level of okay, sure. different, right? Sure. But I just wanted to know yeah. if that's what Catholics... <laughs> I mean, this whole tangent just because I want to know that's I was that trying that's to... I keep doing this triangle thing to Connie and oh she's just staring at me like it's weird. Oh my gosh, because in high school, we had to learn this. Like to a T. Okay. And so the way that it was taught to us was was that Jesus, God, God. She's is holding at triangles top. up. Everybody, <laughs> she's just holding up triangles with her hands. God is at the top, uh-huh. and it's it's Father, Son, Holy Spirit, right? Um, and then God always existed. Yes. But then, along the timeline of existence. Uh-huh. This is God in the triangle. Okay. And then if you were to draw a line straight down from the tip of the triangle down, uh-huh. um, this is where, like, Jesus came to earth. Okay. So if this is... Oh, my God, I can't do this. 
I get it. I get it. I so get it. So there's a triangle. There's a little Everyone, triangle, and imagine? then there's like a big triangle. Yes. And then from the big triangle point, you go down, and that's Jesus. But there's like a line still here. The, the bottom, bottom line of the triangle, of the triangle is the timeline of that's, life. Yes. Yes. Timeline of life, yes. and it's Earth. And then Jesus is at the tip of that triangle, no. coming down. Jesus from God. Is, yes, exactly. Because God and Jesus are in one and the same. Yes. And so from the tip. <laughs> yes. Yeah, is when Jesus came down to Earth. Okay. Yeah. I get okay. it. That's what I was taught. Yeah. Okay. And then when Jesus came down to earth, because Jesus is God. <laughs> okay. This talk went in a totally different I direction know. than I imagined. <laughs> we should just erase this part. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Why do you think our podcasts are so long? I just upload the same whole file because we're not fancy. We can't edit these things. Oh my god. Okay. Okay, continue. So I, I got it. I got your triangle explanation. What else were you going to say? <laughs> no one from my high school is going to listen to this, but Mr. Vaughn, 10th grade, taught us that. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Mr. Vaughn. Thanks, Mr. Angela's Vaughn. really great at explaining it again. I just need visuals, you guys. <laughs> Okay, um, where else were we going with I this? don't know. You said, and then Jesus. And then Jesus. <laughs> and I was like, we're continuing with the triangle theme. I don't remember the rest of it. Okay. Wait, so do you, do Christians not? Yes. I have a question for you. Yeah. How well do you know the Old, Te- Old Testament? <coughs> Ooh, I just <laughs> oh. choked on something. Okay. Because I, you guys focus so heavily on the New Testament. Because right. that's where Jesus is. Right. Because you okay. guys love Jesus. Yes, I mean, we do you, love Jesus. I, I mean, I think you guys, but I also am Christian, so. so Catholics are, are Christian. They are. Yeah. But I don't think Christians are Catholic. No, they're not. Oh. Oh. Jeez. <laughs> well, then. Okay. Um, you know, I'm gonna, I was going to make you another little umbrella, but I knew you are going to mock me, so we're moving on. I'm the, I was doing it with <laughs> you so I could understand where your hands were moving, okay? It wasn't in mocking. I was really trying to understand what this arm line was, what this arm line was, like what point. Oh, my goodness. Okay, but anyways. Um, okay, I personally yeah. don't know the Old Testament well mm-hmm. simply because I don't think I take the time to study it and read it. I can say that about the whole Bible for me, though. Right. But I think a lot of Christians do... A lot of sermons, yeah, are based on the New Testament because the New Testament focuses on Jesus' ministry, mm-hmm. like the Gospels, right? Like Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Mm-hmm. They follow Jesus' ministry and his teachings. And I think a lot of times Christians focus on that because that's the we want to be like Jesus. Mm. Right? So... I think that's where a lot of these sermons and messages come from. But I think another core part of Christianity is understanding God the Father and realizing that he's loving. And I feel like the New Testament shows all of God's mercy, grace, love. Like he sent his only son for us. Mm -hmm. And like he sacrificed so much. And how can he love us? We're such sinners. Like that whole beautiful wonderful lovey-dovey part of the gospel and like the religion and the old testament you still need it because it shows god's wrath and god's Ah. firmness and god's anger with people and humankind and like you need to see both aspects of god yeah and this is like a talk i've had with other christians that they get so frustrated sometimes when churches are so new testament Mm -hmm. focused because it's like of course it doesn't give you full context you need to know like god's love and i i was listening to a sermon from a pastor that I really liked when I went to the church I went to in Virginia Mm -hmm. and he was saying it wasn't in this context but he was saying 
you need to first experience God's love. You need to understand and accept God's love first. And then from there, you can go into, there's a whole other level of like discipleship and understanding and education that you need. Okay. But initially, you just need to know God's love. Okay. And I think in that way, that's why a lot of churches focus so much on God's love because it's like they just want people to come, understand God's love, like God loves you, you know, like no matter who you are, no matter where you come from. And I think Hillsong does a good job of that uh-huh. because it's such a big church and they have so much publicity. Right, right. That so many non-believers, other people of different religions, like you can come and feel very welcome because it's just a big welcoming environment and they focus a lot about like Jesus loves you, like you're a sinner, but like God loves you still the same, like you know. Yeah. But then, so then this is, I guess a segue into why I don't go to Hillsong personally. Uh huh. I think it's so important to know that. I think it's so, and as I realize, like over time, I'm a very emotion based thinker. Okay. So even my relationship with God is very emotional. It's very intuitive. So it's more like there's some people who are really logical and they're scripture based, and they're like okay well God said this so this is how it is but then I feel like a lot of times if I like journal or if I listen to music and I just kind of like meditate on what's happening I can almost like have my own conversation with God okay but that's just my intuition and feeling do you know what I mean so then in a way I'm like oh yeah like yeah like God's love like I understand that whole aspect of it like God's love is so good and it's so amazing and he did so much for us and I totally believe that Jesus came and died for us and like you know I believe all that Mm -hmm. but then now as I'm trying to grow you need to understand everything now okay do you know what I mean and that's why I think sometimes I just didn't get that from Hillsong really okay because it's not they don't go that deep I see into like really unpacking like this is God's character. Like, yes, he's loving, but also he's like a jealous and angry God. Like, he doesn't like it when you worship other things. He doesn't like it when you right. put other things as a priority. Right. Or like it doesn't talk about in the Old Testament how, you know, like Noah's Ark is like a good example. He like hmm. wiped out yeah. his whole nation yeah, yeah, yeah. because of his wrath. And then he promises Noah he'll never do it again. And it's just seeing things like that of God, it helps you understand his character as a whole. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, I know what you mean. And I I guess that's true. I, I'm just trying to kind of characterize what Hillsong does talk about then. Because I no, usually no, but they like talk them. about No, no, no. I'm saying yeah. like, they just focus a lot on like the New Testament. Right, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. not being said, like my church, it's not like they talk so much about the Old Testament. Right, right. But I think... But you didn't like how it didn't have that variety. Or I think there's like a next layer of depth that you need to go to once you have, once you identify and believe in God and Jesus. Mm -hmm. I understand. You need to go deeper than just his love. Right, right, right. But because it's such a big church, it has to be. I know you I think they're just very open. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and then I think it's hard to cater sermons to certain people when there's so many right, people that right, you have right, to right. be, like, leading as a pastor. No, that makes sense. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then that's why there's time. I, like, love going to Hillsong, and I feel like I always cry when I go because it's, like, yeah, it's so relatable, and you yeah. still feel those emotions of, like, right. oh, my gosh, like, God loves me, and you just, like, cry. Yeah. You know? But then there's other times where it's, like, 
you really need to be disciplined in like scripture and like what mm-hmm. God says and what God's laws are and what he teaches you to. So it's like an interesting like dynamic. Yeah. It's true. Makes sense. I don't know how I start talking about that. I don't know why we were talking about that either. I don't know, but this was a trip. <laughs> Catholic triangle. Oh my god. To Jesus. <laughs> to Jesus. Okay, but then I guess in that way too. Hmm. So you do believe in the Holy Trinity. But yeah. you just mentally separate God and Jesus. Yeah, and I don't I don't like that I do that, but I do do it. Like no. I no, I believe that the Trinity is God. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I actually really like the idea of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I mean, not the idea, but just, like, the Holy Spirit in general. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's just, yeah, I, the Jesus part of uh-huh. Christianity, I just still am trying to fully embrace because I, I when I think Jesus, I think the human. Yeah. And I, like, but I believe that he was human and God at the same time. Okay. But I still... Like, from a logical point of view, I'm like, how can God be the Father and the Son? But it is the Father and the Son. Yeah. I don't think too deeply into it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or, like, do... Okay, then do you... In a way, then, do you think because Jesus was a man himself, he's more relatable? Hmm. Because, like, a good example is, is, like... Question. Um, like, mm. Jesus was... He, like, went out and fasted for 40 days. Yeah. And in while he was, I think, in the desert. Yes, when he was, he was tempted, tempted by, by the devil. Satan, yeah. he passed, passed. Like, he wasn't, he didn't fall into sin. Okay, right. Right? And I think a lot of times, that's just, like, the first example I thought of. But in my life, then, I'm, like, when I feel like I'm being tempted or when I oh. fall into sin, like, every day because we're all sinners. Right? It's just that reminder that, I aspire to be like Jesus because he lived life on this earth in a different time, yes, but he overcame temptation. And how can I as a person too not be perfect? We're never going to be right, perfect. But right. it's like, I think the Christian mentality of bringing Jesus into that picture is like, how can we aspire to live a life like Jesus did? Right. Because he embodies what God wants. So your whole, your whole description I agree with, but I don't think that makes him more relatable because he mm-hmm. wasn't just human, right? Yeah. And so because he was also God, he was able to, you know, like reject everything that we should as well. Yeah. But I still think <laughs> that we should aspire to that. You know, like I'm not really describing it very well. Yeah. Because like, oh. yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't follow that. Thanks. Part. Okay. <laughs> like I got it up. So the question. So the question is: He more relatable for me? Is no. Okay. Because he's still God. Like yeah. he's still always going to have. Be better. Than, <laughs> be better than us. We're gonna say power. Not eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Do you know what I, mean? I know what you mean. Like. No, we're never gonna be like. No, yeah, of as- course. I don't think. I don't think we'll ever be like God or like Jesus. Maybe I don't but, see it that way, but I I understand where you're coming. It's like from. that's what we aspire for, right? 
Yeah. But he was God, so it's like... I know. But I think in that, it's, like, humbling that you understand that you'll never be perfect. And it's, like, that whole cycle again. We're never perfect, but how is it that God sacrificed his only son to die? Yeah. On the behalf of all of us who suck and make the same mistakes over and over again. And it's, like, this constant cycle and journey, you know? So this whole past 10 minutes made me just want to reiterate that I feel like you are much more in tune with religion than I ever have been. And so you're asking all these deep questions I don't know how to answer because I haven't ever thought this deeply into yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it just goes back to the beginning where like religion is part of my life, but it's not yeah. something that I mull over. Yeah. Like, I mean, this... Maybe I should question it a little bit more, but it's just never something that I've, like, really sat myself down and been like, oh, yeah, why do I think this? Why no, do yeah. I think that? And like, it's, you, just, yeah. it's just something that... No, I get it's it. It's just baseline whatever I yeah, have yeah, yeah. believed. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like I do that either. I just, just yeah, like, sit no, over there. Like, like, <laughs> but, like, hearing you talk about Jesus uh-huh. is just, like, other, like, it's... A different world for me sometimes yeah. because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's something that I've never thought about. It's something that I never even thought of considering, uh-huh. and I really don't know how to answer the questions because no, yeah. I, that's <laughs> totally fine. And I think even for me, I'm just asking more of curiosity because this is my way to learn too. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I lived in a Christian bubble my whole life. Yeah, like yeah, in yeah. college, all my friends were Christian. Yeah. In high school, all my friends were like church friends were Christian. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I mean obviously two of my church friends were yeah. Christian. <laughs> I mean I guess that's not an obvious statement, but <laughs> and I think like moving to New York, it's the first time my major friend group isn't Christian. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? And for me too, it's like a good way to understand and I'm just genuinely curious. Like and that's why when you were telling me Cynthia's Buddhist, it's like I want to know what she believes yeah. and why she believes it and just what Buddhism is. And, like, I want to know. And I never knew, really, the differences between Catholicism and Christianity other yeah. than, like, I'm sure oh, you more. guys have saints. And, like, you know, like, yeah. just, like, little things. But understanding, like, at the core belief, it's still, there's so much overlap, too. Right. Well, you know what I mean? like we said, Catholics are Christians, and yeah. so the core beliefs are the same. It's just, I get, it's, um, I, it's just a little more traditional, I guess. Yeah, there's like different the practices that come with it. Exactly. Yeah. But, so there are a lot of things with Catholicism that I don't agree with. And yeah. And so maybe that's just because of my age mm-hmm. and like trying to be more with the modern times and um realizing how society is these days like tradition is so old like tradition has to be updated mm-hmm. to modern times I think but then I also know like speaking with you that you can't compromise certain values yeah for popular opinion which yeah. understandable right yeah yeah, yeah. so Things like that, like, when people ask me, or when people know that I'm Catholic and they ask me about these really controversial topics, I don't like talking about them, simply because sometimes I don't believe in the Catholic teaching, Uh Um, but then I don't want to seem, like, wishy-washy either in my belief, because I... I don't have really strong beliefs, I think. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just personality-wise, I don't think I'm that, like, super strong-headed. And so when it comes to 
religious teachings. Yeah. I don't like having an opinion. Uh-huh. Unless I'm really, really, I feel really strongly about it. But yeah. most of the time, I don't. Yeah. So, all of those controversial topics that are really big in society these days, like, yeah. I don't really comment on. Yeah. And to be honest, I don't really, like, question myself on it either. Yeah. Because it's kind of just, like, con- like dissonance, yeah, 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 you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I probably should put more thought into it, but it's just, I don't. <laughs> no, and it's hard, and it's scary. Like, I don't either. I only really talked to you, like, that one time we had that conversation about it. Yeah. But, like, it's scary because, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, like, it's just, I think the way I think of it is it's scary because it's either, like, you're going to get persecuted by God or you're going to get persecuted by people. And that's really scary and harsh and mm-hmm. blood, but, like, that's the reality of life like if you just follow the trends of what the world tells you which is fine if that's what you believe in yeah but are you actually believing in them you know like do they align with god if god is what you also believe in do you know Mm -hmm. what i mean it's like and i'm trying to say this we're really really we're being really vague yeah and i want to be vague because i don't want to be so like this is what you have to believe or like if you don't Mm -hmm. like it's wrong like no i'm just trying to say like if you have, I don't even know how to say it like eloquently without being weird. Just say it. I think it's just like, okay, I guess I'll just, the just only way it, I can speak about example? it is like, I or can no? speak about myself. Okay. Because it's like not right for me to overgeneralize right. for other people. But it's like, okay, for me, it's like, I believe that only God can judge us. Okay. And he's the determining factor because I believe in heaven and I also believe in hell. Okay. And the afterlife. And so I believe that that's obviously all up to God's judgment. But the hard thing is, as we live life tangibly on this earth, sometimes, like, we pray. Like, I can pray. I can read the Bible. I can reach out to pastors and community members Mm -hmm. and, like, ask for insight. But, like, say there is, like... So we were saying, like, in healthcare yeah right like sometimes there's controversial topics about different things that may not be right like abortion Uh you know and i don't want to go into it because i haven't really established my stance on it fully right but in situations like that it's like say i'm an mp and that comes up it's like Mm -hmm. part of me is like okay i can pray i can read the bible i can do all these things and ask god for guidance and understand either I do what he wants and what if that's con- what if that's conflicting with what the world wants mm-hmm. and the world says it's pro choice you do whatever you want to do like or whatever you know what i mean and i think it's it becomes hard then to really know like oh my gosh like what do i believe in yeah when physically you're getting repercussions from humans yeah you know what i mean yeah. whereas like say if it's something if you live a life that's just continuously unfavorable in god's eyes those repercussions will come later it's just you don't know it i see you know what i mean yeah and so i'm saying i'm trying to say like i understand what you mean by it's hard to have these opinions and strong beliefs on things because sometimes it's like you have to like really think about like you really need to, like, ask for that discernment, too, to, like, understand. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. I think it's so hard in this generation where we're living in, in the mm-hmm. society, because everybody has a comment on everything, and everything becomes controversial. Right. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But I almost feel, I feel guilty about it sometimes, though, because it makes me feel weak in the sense that I am not strong enough to have an opinion. Yeah. But I also just, it's so much effort to, like, <laughs> to really dig deep and be like, How, what do I believe about this? Because I think, like you said, I am pretty easily, like many people in our generation, I am really easily swayed by what society is saying. Yeah. And so, I don't know. No, it's I don't know. just tough. We'll see. Yeah. But I, and I think it's just something you develop. Yeah. Over time. Yeah. That's true. We're still young. Yeah. We haven't experienced much yet. But we're smart. We can figure it out. Yeah. There's just so much out there. Yeah, and I think that's where, I guess, my ending point and thought is that I don't like thinking of it as, like, religion. Okay. Like, yes, I'm a Christian. And if anyone asks, I'll be like, yeah, I go to church. Like, I'm a Christian. But, like, for me and a lot of Christians, like, we say it's more just, like, our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. So when you were like, oh, yeah, like, I feel like there's so much more that you think about when you, like, talk about Jesus and stuff. It's because I feel like I have a connect, like a relationship with Jesus. So I feel like when I journal and when I, like, listen to music mm-hmm. and when I, like, talk to Jesus, it's like I ask him these questions and I, like, communicate with him. Okay. And I think that's why I think about it. Because for me, I think about it beyond just, like, going to church on Sunday or, like, things like that, you know? Yeah. It becomes more of, like, a... I'm trying to... Get to know you better. Yeah, on, like, a daily basis. Because how else do you develop relationships well unless you spend quality time with those people? Yeah. Oh, man. I really been slacking. No, but then I think it's just, like, what you think, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's true. I really have been. This is a wake-up call. Well, I mean, this is a part of, just to bring it back, this yeah. is why I wanted to go to Hillsong Conference tomorrow, because yeah. I haven't been to church in a while. Yeah. And I've, like this morning I told you, when you were half awake, mm. I've been having really stressful dreams. Oh, yes. I've been having, awake. like, stress work dreams. And work is, I mean, work is baseline stressful, just because I'm new, yeah. but I realize that I have this anxiety when I don't reserve time to go to church yeah because even though it's an hour two hours whatever and most of the time I just sing because it's fun (laughs) and I like the music (laughs) but it's it's stop laughing no I just like it's like I think it's cute (laughs) but it's fun for me and it's like it's really cathartic you know and so even if I'm not actively talking to God just to be in that space Mm-hmm. And to think of nothing else besides this, the words that I'm singing, mm-hmm. which are really powerful mm-hmm. because it is a sign of it is a form of worship. Mm-hmm. I think that just sets me at ease. Yeah, and for so sure. The fact that I haven't been to church or listened to music or like Christian music or anything for almost a month now, I think, yeah. is probably why I'm so on edge. Yeah. On top of work stuff. Yeah. And everything. No, it totally makes sense. So that's why I'm excited to go tomorrow. Yeah. Because I haven't... Yeah. You can sing your little heart out. Yeah, don't judge me. I I love singing. I'll probably cry. I always cry. (laughs) Do you? Yeah. Especially if it's like a song that... You really connect with? Yeah. Yeah. I probably... I might cry. I don't know. I'll just like hysterically bawl. Just (laughs) right when it starts. Yeah. 
the second they play the first note, I'll be like, Angela! They have to be, play Oceans tomorrow. I think I don't will. know. That's been, like, a little... I know, but it's my It's been favorite. a little, like, pushed out. They have new stuff. It was the last song. I guess that was two years ago. They always played it. They played it as the last song. Maybe they will, because they know it's just a song that so many it's people relate exactly. with, you know? But I like it. I mean, I like other songs, too. Okay. Now we're just... Now we're just talking about songs. Now we're we just like. yeah. We can revisit this topic in a while because obviously it, we yeah. This is like I feel like we scratched the surface, but maybe it'll be better organized. <laughs> yeah, and I think I don't know, but in a way I think it was therapeutic for me too because it kind of made me reflect on like where am I? Mm-hmm. How have I been doing? How's good. my like spiritual health? Like you know, yeah, it's I like don't a know good how my spiritual health way to like kind of think about it and kind of like revisit okay like what do i believe how has things been you know yeah no it's a good like regrouping yeah i think that's and i like that we've been able to talk about it more i remember when we first not when we first met but when we were still like new friends Uh um you randomly asked me like do you go to church and i Remember you asked me after I posted a picture on my Instagram. Uh-huh. Do you remember this? I don't remember. Oh. I posted a picture on my Instagram, like, post-church pizza or something. I don't know. Like, I went out to lunch with my friend after church. And the day after, Connie was like, do you go to church? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hmm. <laughs> um, and I think, like, progressively we started talking more. Yeah. I remember when I left LA after I graduated, we went out for dinner, and before dinner, you're like, can I say grace? And I was like, yeah. I mean, it's not something, I feel like you're kind of shy about it sometimes. I think it's just because I don't want to be overbearing. Oh, okay. I just don't want to But you know I believe in God. No, no, but I think just with, well, first, that's like one thing. I am shy, and I think that's something I'm working (coughs) on um, more, and... I I see what you mean though. Want to be like bolder in like my faith too, because I do, I do get shy, and I think it just comes from like fear of like man and like people around me and like oh, okay. what will people think and like you know. Yeah. But also, it's like yeah. Sometimes I don't want to be too like yes. I know you believe in God, but I don't know how comfortable. Well, now I know, but it's like I wouldn't at that point. It's probably I didn't know how comfortable you mm. were like praying before a meal or like. Oh. You know, I know everyone's in different places and comfortable yeah. with different things, and I just don't want to assume. Oh. Everything. I just figured people would just do their own. Like you do your thing, whatever. <laughs> I mean, if you want to pray for me, that's really nice. But <laughs> well, let's see. So why would I say no? Like that. But what's interesting is I that I heard. I don't know who said it. This will be my last point. I'll stop talking. I know. But basically, it was I need something a about how it's so um, <laughs> if you ask people if you can pray for them, like yeah. nine out of ten times they'll say yes. Was this in school? No. Oh, okay. I remember in nursing school, someone had have we had like a cultural lesson or whatever. Oh, I think they got rid of that cultural course. diversity. Okay, good. But no, they were just saying like if you ask, yeah, if because. In healthcare, we're taught in school that you really have to be respectful and, mm-hmm. you know, just aware of other of cultural diversity. And yeah. um, and one girl, I guess, just at like if if you're respectful about it and polite, just like can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. Most people will say yes, because 
they're doing it as an act of kindness, right? Yeah. Like, even if you don't necessarily, if the patient or patient family, whatever, doesn't necessarily believe in whatever God they're praying to, it's it's just the act that they're being compassionate and they want to be thoughtful. Right. And so, why would anyone reject that, I guess? Yeah. But I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Most people would say yes. Yeah. But I guess it's still just that scary, like, thought of, like, that one person who might be mean about it. And yeah, like, that's know? true. I guess that's true. Well, you should know that I don't care. I mean, like, I don't care. I don't not care. I just don't mind. <laughs> I care. I don't know. <laughs> the summary of this whole podcast. This is... <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, I don't know. So the, our past podcast we've been doing later. And I've been really tired. Uh-huh. But then during this podcast, one, it's just really hot. And two, I finished a whole frappuccino. So I feel oh. like we're just all over the place. Our thoughts are like, because <laughs> we're from just A like, to C. popped up on sugar. <laughs> all right, I think we should let them go. I know. Oh my goodness. Like always, if you. Oh my okay, god, if this you, one though, if you really stuck around for an hour and 20 moly. minutes. Like, my true goodness. friendship. Angela, okay, this is like a little, might be a little narcissistic. We listen to our own podcast after. Okay, first of all, Connie would initially say, oh, it's quality control. It is quality control. But now I'm just, now I like to analyze how I talk. <laughs> or I feel like now it's like, when as we talk for so long, mm-hmm. I think I forget what we talk mm-hmm. about a lot. So it's like nice to just go back and listen mm-hmm. to it. But anyways, if you, I feel like even I don't know if I could sit through an hour and 20 minutes of us talking. I know, I was thinking that too. I don't want to listen to this again. <laughs> So, you know what? If you made it this far, let me know because Angela's not going to post about this. And she's so bitter. I'll give you like 50 They're not going to they're not going to sit through this. It's almost 90 minutes long. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, you get mad props if you actually reach this without fast forwarding. <laughs> True. You have to be honest. You can't fast forward through it. All right. We'll let you go. If right. you have comments, I'd like to know what people think about. No, yeah, and I think it's if really you're Catholic nice. and you think I totally butchered Catholicism, please let me know, because I would like to be um, lectured, not lectured, not schooling, taught, informed, educated, educated. There we go. And likewise, if you're Christian and you don't think I spoke right or you think other things, I don't think you know. did it, but. At the beginning of this podcast, we were talking about how there's no right or wrong when it comes to your beliefs. Okay, right's not the right answer. I guess just like if you think... If you're Jewish and we totally put you I know, okay, that one, I am so sorry. I really... But really, that was like my foundational belief for all these years. I guess just off one of my Jewish Can I just say real quickly, so this... You know when I was talking about Abraham and you were like, what are you talking about? Uh So it's Abraham, uh-huh. right? Had like Jewish people believe in Abraham. Yes. Yeah. And so Abraham had a son Ishmael uh-huh. with a concubine or a mistress because Abraham's wife was barren. Yeah, Sarah. Sarah was barren. And then Ishmael what led went on to found Islam, right? Uh, you didn't know that? Ishmael is Islam, yeah. So everything came from Ishmael. And then um, 
but then even though Sarah was barren, God was yeah. like, I'm going to give you a son. And mm-hmm. so then they had Jacob. Mm-hmm. And so Jacob is, through the line of Jacob is where Jesus came from. Okay, yes. Right? Yes, okay. from Matthew. Or like in the book of Matthew. Yes, right? yes. Uh-huh. And so Jesus came from Jacob. Ishmael came, I mean, Islam came from Ishmael. Uh-huh. And then Abraham is just, was Jewish, right? Uh, I don't know. No, I'm scared. Excuse me, you just can't teach me. But these it's but so, that so that's why know. it's called the A- Abrahamic religions. Those three because they all stem from Abraham. Uh, that's why. That's why. That's why Islam, uh, Judaism, and Christianity are all are in Jerusalem. Yeah. <laughs> that was a hesitant yes. Okay, maybe we should just cut this whole part because maybe it's wrong too. I'm just not. Okay. All right. Okay, bye. Thanks, guys. <laughs>